Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Love Brain Podcast. I'm your host, Camilla Reese, and we're going to be starting part two of talking about healthy communication. Um, I'm with my guest, uh, Taylor Hollingsworth. Taylor, say hi. Hey, guys. (laughs) Awesome. And we're going to get into communication styles, and we're going to talk a little bit about what they look like, um, how they show up in conversations or conflict with your partner and then we're going to talk about how to know what communication style you lean toward and kind of how to move to a more positive productive communication style um oh yeah and we're also going to talk about just pretty much understanding your partner's communication style as well as your own so you can kind of balance between that and i guess be in a better place of understanding Um, so there's four basic communication styles. One of them is the passive, um, and then there's passive aggressive, and then there's aggressive, and then there's the assertive communication style. And the assertive communication style is the one we aim for. Um, I guess we'll, I'll just do like a little brief explanation of what each of them are. So the passive one is like very much just you shove everything under the rug you really don't like you do not talk about your true feelings or anything negative you don't bring it it up at all whereas passive aggressive is where you bring things up but very like subtly you beat around the bush because you want you know you have some you have a complaint you have some resentment that you want to address but you're too afraid to be like upfront about it Um, or you're just like, you don't know how to be upfront about it. Um, and so you like spend a lot of time explaining your way around the problem or like using sarcasm, things like that. I think most of us are familiar with the passive aggressive communication Mm -hmm. style. (laughs) I'm like, I think we've all done that. (laughs) So, um, and then there's the aggressive communication style. I think this one's a little self-explanatory, just very just very upfront about what you're thinking what you're feeling very blunt very just like I like I have an issue I want to talk about it right now um and I guess I guess the difference between that and the assertive communication style is the aggressive communication style you're a little more like prone to being mean (laughs) I guess (laughs) and um whereas the assertive communication style is you're still honest you're still up front you're still clear um but you come from a place of empathy so (laughs) yeah I hope that was like a brief synopsis um Taylor do you mind just like chatting about your personal communication style and just kind of like how you came to recognize your communication style and how you're able to kind of move from that to being able to be more like honest and empathetic about your approach. Yes. So I used passive and passive aggressive, like a jump rope. probably. <laughs> in my um, if I felt like I could talk about anything at all, it came from a place of 
being vindictive and kind Mm -hmm. of seeking revenge like Mm -hmm. oh this person wronged me and so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop little hints and let them know I'm upset but I am not going to come out and come to a place of resolution it was all about revenge and that took me personally so much effort to get through and I still struggle with it because for me, like my personality type to hurt my feelings, of course, it's, it's, you know, malicious tension. <laughs> and I, I tend to assume that and coming out of that can be very difficult if you don't have a partner that is willing to assure you verbally mm-hmm. and say to you, Hey, I am here for you. I'm here with you. Please don't punish me. <laughs> So to move into being more assertive and coming to a place where you can discuss things from a healthy perspective, it was very important for me to do the internal work first yeah. and realize what I wanted to, wanted to be heard about. Like for me, it wasn't about the dishes not being done or it wasn't about the, the comment that my partner had made. Like for me, the real internal issue was feeling valued. Mm. And so I feel like with that style, you can you can see a lot of people who are passive who really just want to be heard and valued. Totally. And so just kind of doing that internal work and letting your partner know honestly what you need is imperative. And as soon as we could kind of build that foundation of uh, coming to it from a place of actually wanting to hear each other and be there for each other was my biggest step from moving from a passive, passive aggressive style to more assertive. And it's not, it's not a one and done, like you're magically assertive. Yeah. (laughs) And you can take steps backwards and that's okay. Like everyone, everyone struggles, everyone has trauma come up, but Mm -hmm. to actively try again is, is the most important part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While you were talking about that, I was like, I want to tell everyone why I asked you to come on this podcast with me because just you saying that reminded me why I love talking to you so much. Um, I, so I, guys, I love Taylor. She followed my blog and has always just been like really responsive. Like, oh yeah, like I love, this is so interesting. And she's just like enjoyed, like I've just really enjoyed talking about all of these topics with her over the the past year and I'm like we just always have such good conversations and and Taylor's just so insightful she has a lot of (laughs) I mean we're both fairly young but I'm just like you have so much life experience (laughs) that's what I was gonna say I'm like she's so wise (laughs) um (laughs) and uh, yeah like Taylor just comes from like a place of uh, like I hate to overuse this word. I feel like people use this word a lot, but like she's so genuine. And um, yeah, I just, when you were talking about that, about what you were earlier, I'm like, I just love how open you are, how self-aware you you are. And like, I don't know. I just love like how organic these conversations can be and was like really in the zone when you were talking. <laughs> but yeah, so I just really admire you, Taylor. <laughs> Well, the feeling is mutual. I think that it's a great thing to have a friendly relationship where you can be honest and vulnerable and have not a lot of judgment. So yeah, I totally, I totally feel that with you too. So, um, all right. I think 
I want to just like kind of tap into I like I like talking about the differences between the communication styles um, and something I was thinking about earlier um, a few days ago when I was kind of preparing for this this episode was that you know I think the assertive communication style what it what sets it apart from the rest or like it takes all the good parts of of each communication style so I feel like um, and then passive aggressive I feel like takes the bad parts so um, like yeah so like the assertive communication style it's it has the honesty of the aggressive communication style, but it has the empathy of the passive communication style. And passive aggressive, like on the other hand, is like kind of takes like the worst of both worlds where it it's it gives it's like the dishonesty of the passive communication style. But then like there's like no empathy, like because like you're still making a job, like you're still being aggressive, like the aggressive part of the passive aggressive is the sarcasm and the the making a pass and so it's like I feel like they're kind of like opposite each other like the passive aggressive and the assertive which is funny because like we were talking about before I I personally feel like for myself and just like most people I feel like we like we just in society learn how to be passive aggressive like that's just what we're taught like as a general as a general society (laughs) And it's, like, yeah. the most unproductive way to talk. Oh, it is. And it can be just – it can drag on forever, mm-hmm. you know. And there can be so much brought up with no, like, headway into what actually needs to be yeah. solved. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you ever notice yourself, like, going in circles and not feeling like you're getting anywhere – that's where like going to therapy and learning different tactics to get back on track can really come in and like save you and make the conversation get to productive ground. Because I feel like passive aggressive is such a default because, you know, everyone wants to be heard and validated, but no one wants to feel like they're doing all the work. Yeah. You know, (laughs) they, they want it to feel two sided. And so like, especially I think as women, Mm -hmm. like we like to drop hints and we like to, (laughs) I want you to, I want you to do this on your, with your own like free will. Like, I don't want to tell you what I want. I want you to know what I want, but it's like, (laughs) it's something I was so, so guilty of. And I still am like, I, you can't hold your partner accountable for your thoughts. Absolutely not. Yeah, I have to think that all the time of like, hey, he's not a mind reader and he has life, his own feelings, his own thoughts. Like he cannot be, you know, thinking all the time, what does Taylor need? What did I do to Taylor? (laughs) And 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 that was a very... Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, no, you're good. I was just going to say it's a very, very common thing because humans by nature are are self-serving and selfish. It's it's just a biological response. Mm -hmm. And so... As soon as you realize that and you can kind of <laughs> take yourself out of that mindset, you yeah. become a lot productive. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's like, I just want to be like, I just want to get what I want without like doing any of the work to get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Okay, so the last point that I really want to drive home and focus on for the remainder of the podcast, this episode um, is just like how important it is to focus on 
empathy and honesty and really just allowing those things to exist simultaneously. Um, I feel like sometimes we feel like I feel like there's that phrase where it's like, oh, um, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Or I at least even just growing up um, and talking about relationships, I, you know, talking with friends and just I feel like there was like a common common consensus that it was like, oh, like you don't ever want to bring up things that like don't fixate on the bad, only focus on the good. And um, yeah, like don't ever say anything negative about your partner, you know, to them. And it's like, you're, you're like, oh, like, I'm so scared to be negative. Like, I'm so scared to say anything negative because, like, you're just, like, it's pounded into you. I feel like from childhood, just, like, if you say anything yeah. negative, you're not being a good friend or you're not being a girl, good girlfriend or, or wife or whatever, right? And so I feel like yeah. it's so important, like, Maybe if you have the emp- like the empathy side down where you're like, oh, I don't want to hurt feelings. I, like, that's good. That's awesome. Like, it's so great that you have compassion for your partner. But you have to have compassion for yourself too, right? Like, if you're not oh, honest, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're not honest with yourself and who you are, what you need, like, you're, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> it's not going to last. Like, your happiness can't, it, it can't keep sitting on the shelf, like, waiting to be addressed. Like, being honest about your feelings isn't the same thing as being mean to your partner or um, like pointing out their their flaws. Like it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's that's so so true, and I think that people often, if you have a passive or passive aggressive communication style, it's because of relationships, whether it be family or past partners that have led you to believe that you, you know, your happiness comes second to your partner. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to realize that for you to be the best partner you can and to be the best human you can or wife, mother, what have you, like your happiness does matter. And it is possible to bring up grievances and issues in a loving way and from place of empathy and it's so important to to be able to look at yourself and be like you know what I do deserve to have this heard and my partner deserves to have it brought up from empathy and love yeah like they don't be attacked or to be belittled or disrespected but I also deserve to have my grievances heard yeah and absolutely yeah and so when you come from a place of being wanting your partner to have the best and you to have the best and especially realizing that likely that's what your partner wants to, or it should be, Yeah, you know, you should always be looking out for your partner and they should be doing the same. Yeah. Then it kind of brings your brain to a place of, okay, I do want things to be better. Things can always be improved. And so I think kind of taking that perspective and thinking, you know what, for me to be the healthiest person I can and for to have the healthiest relationship I can, it's okay to, to want things to be better or to change, like not to feel guilty about that because you do deserve that. And I think empowering yourself and your partner to want that for the relationship so important to model and even you know just to just to have that peace of mind so I I really really love that we can always improve we can always 
come to a place of being productive because it is self-love and it's love for your relationship and your partner. Yeah, totally. And like, I think when when you were, uh, I think you brought up a point and I, about like just having this understanding and I'm like, sometimes you have to have this conversation before you even have any other conversations, like have the conversation where you're like, before we have like talk about this, we have to like agree that I care about you, you care about me, we want to solve the problem, not like defend ourselves or blame each other and just like set, I think we're kind of going full circle because this is what we talked about in part one, Um, but just like setting these ground rules, like this is the whole purpose of why we're going to talk about this. It It has nothing to do with like, I'm not mad at you, like I'm not criticizing you, I'm not um feeling like resentment towards you or maybe I am feeling a little but it's like that's why we're here to talk about it right like I don't want to feel resentment towards you like I'm not trying to hang on to this and that's why I want to process it and so like sometimes you just have to have that conversation before you can have any other conversations exactly and that's where therapy comes in that's where different tactics come in and setting that groundwork is so important because you know like you like we were saying like your partner is not a mind reader Mm -hmm. and like it's so important for both sides to say verbally and and remind like hey it's us against the problem absolutely and so like just hearing that automatically like if I'm feeling frustrated or unheard or angry that brings me down like instantly. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. You love each other. And you're out of here. That's yeah, right. you're right. De- yeah. It deactivates your nervous system, so you're like can actually focus. Exactly, and it just brings it to a much calmer, much nicer place. And so, yeah, huge mm-hmm. advocate for that. Um, I this reminds me of a blog post I did like last year about um how to 10 ways to have good communication and I will I'm going to link it in the show notes of this episode um it it's honestly points on a lot of the things we've talked about in this episode just um like I was talking about setting these setting the ground rules and um focusing on on you versus you and your partner versus the problem um this has been my favorite podcast episode to date I guess this one and the last one I've just loved doing this with you um and I think we we should definitely do this again (laughs) I would love to it's been so much fun to come out and just honestly talk and and just chat and so (laughs) it's it's been awesome I've I've loved it I would be honored (laughs) Okay. Well, good. Because I'm sure everyone here is going, I know everyone listening is going to love what you've said. And I feel like everyone can really resonate with a lot of the things you said. I love how you say what you're thinking, because I know that so many other people can relate to this. Um, Yes. Yeah. That's important to realize you're not alone. It's not the first time it's happened to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. If you've you've felt it, someone else probably has felt it before, too. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Validate those feelings. We're it's yeah. Be- We're all in this together. Yes. Um all right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to part 2 of talking about healthy communication. Um thanks so much again to my guest Taylor Hollingsworth and if you liked this episode, please 
um, subscribe, leave a five-star review, um, or share it with a friend. 